welcome back to the show. I am Tanya Burton, your host here at Core 1031 Fitness, and my sweet baby girl Sophia is in the room. So if you hear giggles, cries, and toys rattling, she is my co-host for today. I hope you enjoy her <laughs> in the background. <laughs> she loves it when I talk. <laughs> All right, so today I'm going to go over three ways you can cut your calories pain-ish free uh, because we all know that to lose weight you got to be in a calorie deficit but it doesn't have to be dramatic or painful where you give up everything you enjoy just to lose some weight here's some secret little ways some you know some probably don't know or don't maybe forgot that you can implement today and it's gonna increase your weight loss so much faster okay so three ways and i'm going to give you a bonus thing to do which is amazing uh to really help you weigh less the next day okay so let's jump into the episode okay so number one would be try cutting out any drinks that have a ton of calories or for those who need a number over a hundred. And the reason why is if you do this, you will see and notice you're going to save anywhere from two to 5,000 calories per week. If you cut out drinks with calories, it's amazing how much those sneaky little liquids (laughs) can have a ton of calories that goes from soda to energy drinks, to sweet tea, to coffee, it's amazing. I know they taste good. I totally get it. I am a huge fan. When Okay, so when I was overweight, I was 50 pounds overweight, my go-to was always Canada Dry and coffee. And my coffee was a cup of creamer with a hint of coffee. Like I loved my fufu drinks and all the yummy, delicious creamer in the world and a ton of sugar. No wonder I just kept drinking. I was addicted to it. So when I started counting calories and I started noticing, oh my gosh, I'm spending like six, 700 calories on liquids that aren't even filling, I, I, it, it didn't make sense to me. I'm like, um, no, I am going to change things up, but I don't want to eliminate my bubbles because I like my bubbles and my coffee because this girl needs caffeine. And so what I did is I just made the hard switch to diet soda and loved it. I didn't even can't even tell the difference between diet Canada dry and regular um I actually prefer diet Dr. Pepper over regular Dr. Pepper because it tastes so good and I know some people can't make the switch it's harder um but honestly for me I could barely tell the difference and then after a week of drinking it I really couldn't tell the difference and with my coffees instead of spending four or five hundred calories a day on it I went cold turkey and went very simple like half and half Splenda and I cut it down to like 30 calories a cup compared to my four to 500 calories and I was a little bit more strict with myself because you know being healthy and skinnier was way more appealing than craving my favorite cup of coffee and drink in it like I crave being healthy and losing weight way more than my coffee so it just shows you how much I wanted it because you follow me on snapchat you know I like my starbucks and all that yummy delicious coffeeness. I should get sponsored by them because I drink it all the time 
But for me to lose weight was, I, it was a must. It was like, okay, if this is what I got to do and I get to still eat some food, chew my food, um, I'm going to do this route. So um, it's not a matter of just cutting out your favorite drinks when you're dieting. I've had so many people who are like, Tanya, I'm, I haven't had caffeine in three days. I'm dying over here. And I'll go, why'd you cut it out? They're like, uh, well, I thought it'd be healthier and, you know, the calories. And I go... I mean, I mean, I understand that, but I mean, if you do that, it's going to come with some consequences of headaches and fatigue. So is the question, do I want to lose weight or do I want to cut my caffeine? And they're like, well, I want to lose weight. And I'm like, okay, well then let's bring caffeine in and minimize the amount of calories we're going to get out of them, whether that's switching to zero, zero calorie energy drinks or lower calorie coffee drinks or maybe we're going to drink just you know green tea whether that's cold or hot there's alternatives I'm all about how can I thrive and be on a diet I think a lot of people it's like either or it's like I'm dieting and I'm miserable and losing weight and being healthier but I'm dying inside or I'm happy and I love every meal I'm eating and I'm just I don't care what I'm eating I just it's a free-for-all everything's unlimited but I feel crappy inside physically because I'm bloated, lethargic, and tired. Like we think it's like either or, and it really isn't. You can have the best of both worlds, I promise you. So that's number one is just find ways to cut your calories. You don't have to be rigid, be flexible. I'll give you an example with one of my clients. He's a huge, huge soda drinker, like all day, every day drinking soda. And he found out he was drinking about 1,200 calories worth of soda. And it was hard for him just to cut it out. So he started limiting um, a smaller cup every time he had it instead of, you know, the big Route 44. He would get like a 16 ounce. And then as we continued on uh, about three months into it, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to have soda on Fridays. And so he switched to zero calorie energy drinks and water. Um, and he didn't have any soda in his drinks with, with his meals, I'm sorry, which was huge. And, um, he loved it. It was something to look forward to. And it was like a treat for him. And even though that day he went over and had a little bit more calories because, you know, six days out of the week, he cut back a lot that one day having a little bit of a, a his favorite soda for dinner really didn't make a difference. So just be flexible with yourself. But try to cut some calories where you can. And he was averaging about eight, I want to say eight to ten pounds a month. Some one month it was ten, one month it was eight. So it's amazing how much that helps. So give that a try. Number two, start cooking more at home. This was a huge transition for me because I was living by myself and I thought, well, I don't want to cook and Gosh, you know, it's going to be all these leftovers. It's just me by myself. But I tell you what, you can slowly figure out a way to minimize how much you're cooking so that it fits your needs as an individual person. And as a coach, I've actually heard it from every spectrum of, gosh, Tanya, I have five kids. You know, they all want different things. Or, you know, I have two kids. Or my spouse is picky. Or my kids are picky. Anytime... I bring up cooking at home, there's always an issue. No matter if you're married, not married, living by yourself, living with your family, living with your parents, have a newborn, 
everyone always has an issue and that's okay because you're not used to doing this. So you're going to have some resistance and boom, come up with excuses. It's normal. My question for you is, do you want to lose weight and keep it off? And if the answer is yes, then we kind of have to put the excuses, no, we have to put the excuses aside and consider our goals in actual dream and not just a fantasy. If your goal and dream is to be fit and healthy forever, your excuses aren't important enough to keep bringing up and, and leaning on them. We've got to put the excuses aside and we got to go through some learning experiences and just try to figure out what can we start making at home? What's one meal I can make at home? Let's take a bite size. So for a lot of my clients, an easy one is breakfast. Because breakfast, they have little breakfast sandwiches. That you're not literally making it, but you can microwave it. And that's better than you going out and buying something like at a gas station, right? Oatmeal, cereal, an omelet. You know, breakfast items are super easy to, to make. And it's you know, a great start for your day of making a healthy choice. For a lot of people, breakfast is kind of like, I don't care for it or I don't have time for it. Lunch is always up in the air. So if there's one that you really start with, if you're not a breakfast person, would be dinner. And the reason why I say this is because you have more time to cook when you get home rather than in the morning, you're kind of on a crunch time. So you notice the items that I pick for breakfast, it's like a under five minute kind of meals. It's doable, but you have to wake up five minutes earlier. And, you know, a lot of people like their sleep. So I always say, you know, if there's a meal that you focus on, I'd focus on dinner and I'll just focus on one. Just try cooking one meal at home. And that could be super easy. You could just microwave a bag of vegetables, throw some cauliflower chicken tenders in the air fryer, and there goes your meal. Like it doesn't have to be extravagant. Um, but just start cooking at home. And the reason why, if you cook at home, your progress will be a lot better is because when you cook your own food, you know exactly what goes into your meals. And you'll have a better and closer accuracy and the amount of calories you're actually consuming. Even though if you go out to eat and it says, hey, this is, you know, this burrito's 300 calories or this sandwich is 400 calories, it says that just to be general. You don't actually know the person cooking the meal and preparing your food. Trust me, when if, when I when I look back at my Mick my Mick chicken, I, I can't remember the last time I ordered it. I'm starting on the word Mick chicken. Love those from McDonald's. But when I think about when I ate them, I'm like, gosh, my face and hands were just covered in mayonnaise by the end of it because they just put a glob of it on. Right, that is not a serving. That's like 300 calories compared to like the 120 it should be. Um, it, they just put so much mayo on that sandwich, okay? So even though if I typed in like, okay, McChicken is, I don't even know how much it is. Let's say it's 300 calories. It's way more than that. The mayo itself is probably 300 calories. We can't trust the person making the food. You know, I've worked in restaurants a lot, and I tell you what, um, we didn't measure out any side salads. We grabbed a spoonful of cheese and threw it on there, a heaping, you know, souffle cup of of ranch or whatever. We didn't portion it out, you know, and people wanted more or 
you know, the ton of bacon bits we put everywhere or whatever it was, trust me, whatever you're eating out, you might as well just double it because the person making it, they're just throwing a whole bunch on there to make it look good. If you actually wanted the right serving size, it would be a very slim looking meal. I promise you that. So, um, cooking at home is going to be your best bet. And I can't tell you how many of my clients go from never cooking at home and eating a vegetable to now they have a game plan Monday through Friday and Sunday night. Like Saturday they might eat out, Sunday morning they might go out with their family, but sat, you know, they just almost all of their meals they know what they're eating. Now they didn't just randomly get there. We started off with one meal and they will copy that meal a couple of times for the week or the following month. And then we'll slowly add, hey, let's try another recipe. And sometimes they'll actually encourage, they find courage in themselves to be like, you know what? I can do this. I can cook at home. Uh, let me let me find some more recipes. Let me try this. Let me try this. Let me try this. And before they know it, they have 5, 10, 15, 20 staple meals that they're eating um, and that they have in their, in their book. So when I first started off, I ate a lot of microwavable meals. I ate things that were, you know, pre- packaged like yogurt or baked chips in individual servings or single serving ice cream or microwavable uh, veggies because I didn't know how to cook and now you know what is it six years oh my gosh no I'm on I'm on seven years who am I this is weird you just think you're, you've been healthy for like a year 2016 is when I really got healthy yeah, six years. Oh my goodness. Okay. So now all my meals I eat at home all the time. When people are, you know, even if my husband or somebody's like, hey, let's go out to eat. I don't even feel like going out to eat because I'm like, I can cook better than what I order and it would be cheaper. But my food at home is so fresh and delicious. It tastes so much better. And I know who prepared it and I know what's what's in it. And so it takes a while. It took me probably like three years to really get used to cooking for myself or, you know, cooking more at home, but it is possible and it gets better. And if you want good progress, just start with one meal. Hey, Tuesdays, it's taco Tuesday at our house. It's healthy. It's light. I'm going to fix it up with a can of green beans or a huge side salad or asparagus or broccoli. Boom. That's my meal. I promise you slowly start doing that every single week. You're going to lose a lot of weight, a lot of weight faster. And now you have all these staple meals that you're going to keep eating once you hit your goal weight. And all of a sudden, it's just who you are. You just eat these healthy meals. Does that make sense? Okay. And number three. This is huge. Over 70% of the population don't do this every day. And if they started to, they'd notice they'd start consuming less calories right away. What is that? Drinking more water. Over 70% of the population don't drink enough. 70, over 70, okay? And it's really common not to drink a lot during the wintertime because it's cold and we don't feel like drinking a lot. I actually found myself drinking way more because I just want something warm. And so I've been drinking like hot tea all day long and coffee and I love it. Um, I don't know, that was a side note. I don't think you really cared for that. Um, <laughs> just sharing about my life if you're wondering what I drink all day. <laughs> Um, but if you drink, they say, you know, you know, one to two cups before a meal, I like to keep it simple is try to take 20 gulps 
before your next meal. And you're going to notice your stomach is going to get a little bit more fuller faster, okay? Because you just made a water baby, all right? And so when you try to eat, you're not going to notice, wow, I can't even finish my plate. It's because all the water you just drank, okay? It could be bubbly water. It could be an unsweet tea. Just try to drink 20 gulps of liquid before you eat. And you're going to consume less food. It's going to help you not overeat. And that's going to save you hundreds of calories every single time you sit down for a meal. That's your challenge for the week. I already made it for you. 20 gulps of liquid before each meal. You're going to thank me later. Okay? Uh, And keep doing that. I promise. Your body will thank you so, so much. That one's a really simple one. But water is key. A lot of people are like, it's kind of a hit or miss. You can't just carry a water bottle with you and say you're hydrated. You actually need to drink from it. So be sure to be intentional and drink it every single day. Just like your body needs oxygen and sunlight and rest, your body needs water to survive, okay? A lot of people think they're hangry because of food. Sometimes you're hangry because you dehydrated and your body's like, give me some water because I need some liquids to function your brain and your organs correctly, okay? And here is your bonus tip for today. All right, this is way more important than working out. What? No, I'm just kidding. Working out is great, but if you sprinkle this throughout your day and throughout your week, oh my goodness, you're going to see a lot more weight loss and actually more steps for your day. What is it? Focus on your NEAT. What is NEAT? N-E-A-T. It's non-exercise activity thermogenesis. All that means is the amount of calories you burn doing non-activities like playing around with your your pencil, um, vacuuming out your car, getting the mail, taking the trash out, tapping your foot. All those little things take energy, which means you're burning energy as you do them. I am a person that I sit perfectly still. I don't ever like twitch or move or anything like that. My husband all the time tapping his foot, tapping his foot, tapping his foot. And I'm like, no wonder you burn way more calories than me. Because he's always moving and always tapping or clicking a pen or something. Okay? I'm not like that. But I've learned the the impact that NEAT does. And so the way I look at it and the way I sprinkle it throughout my day or throughout my week is I volunteer to do everything. Take up the trash, don't even think about it. I'm gonna do it. Oh, you need to get something out of the car? What do you need? I'm gonna go grab it for you. Anything that I possibly can do to just get a little bit more steps in or a little bit more movement in, I'm going to do it. It will increase your calorie burn total for the day. Whereas a lot of people focus on, I'm gonna walk for 20 minutes and then they still end off their day at like 4,000 steps. If you volunteer and do a little bit more activity, it's going to be more helpful. Now, I think like to really think about like I got to tap my fingers or tap my foot. I'm just not that person that's going to do that. It's just not who I am. But what I can do is do more stuff around the house or help out more or, you know, um, you know, I always like, what do you need? Do you want some water with your with your dinner? I'll go grab you some water. Like, I'm just just think of it this way. Be as super helpful as possible. <laughs> That's what's going to help you bring up your need. Um, and it's helped me out so much. I so I have a goal right now. And I don't know if I share this with everyone, but my goal is to hit 10,000 steps every single day in a row for an entire year. 
And it started off with my fitness, my fitness pal, my Fitbit just telling me, hey, Tanya, good job. You're at, you know, 10 days, 14 days in a, in a streak. And I go, wow, this is pretty cool. And then all of a sudden it was like 30 days. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like effortlessly I'm hitting over 10,000 steps a day. And it was because of summertime. And I thought, how cool would it be to hit 100 days? And then I hit 100 days and I go, you know what? I'm going to go an entire year. I'm going to do 365. I'm going to go an entire year hitting over 10,000 steps a day. Like that's my goal. Well, come wintertime, that's a lot harder for me to do because I have to be really intentional because it's cold and I'm not outside and I usually walk for hours every day in the summer. So it's harder for me to do in the wintertime, but it's forced me to increase my need. So I'm cleaning way more and I'm being more serving uh, to my husband and to my daughter and to my family. Like, oh no, I'll do the dishes. Oh, don't worry about that. I'll wipe that up. I'll, I'll mop that. I'll sweep that. And you know, I'm just... I'm I'm just increasing my activity and even though I have to like f- move a little bit more intentionally like an extra 20 minutes on the treadmill it's not as much as years before like last year oh my goodness I was getting like 4 or 5000 steps in the winter time like I barely move in the winter time so for me to double that this winter it's taken a little bit more thought but it forced me to be creative and I've seen my progress because of it um I've actually lost weight even more weight, not gained weight in the wintertime. Usually I gain about three to five pounds and I'm used to that. But this time around, I've lost weight, which is super exciting. Um, So just take advantage of your need. Be as creative as possible. Try to volunteer as much as possible. Try to serve more, move more. Um, I've shared this with my clients and they're easily hitting 10,000 steps and their husbands are probably thinking, what is what is Tanya making him? What is she doing? Because I have so many clients who are like, yep, I, I take out the trash all the time. I roll it out. I grab the mail. Uh, they're like doing everything because it's an extra like 500 to 1,000 steps that they wouldn't have had any other time. So just get creative as much as you can and it will help you out tremendously. But those are three ways you can cut your calories super easily. Watch your drinks, cut them you know, where you can. Try cooking for yourself. Start off small, maybe one meal a week that you plan to eat at home and try to drink 20 gulps of water or any type of liquids, okay, before each meal and see what happens to your appetite. It's really, really cool and the amount of food you consume. Hopefully you notice you won't consume as much as you're used to. And finally, bonus tip, bring up your neat as much as possible. Play with your kids a little bit more. Find some games on Pinterest that make you move. Anything that helps you out. Play charades with them, whatever. Just try to move a little bit more each day and it's going to help you out a lot. So hope you enjoyed this podcast. Leave me a review, a comment. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk next time. Bye.